On Wednesday, the RBA will be grilled in Senate estimates. And while there's a big focus on those with a mortgage, inflation will hit Australians living on government support the hardest. Independent Senator David Pocock joins me now. David Pocock, welcome. Morning, Patricia. You've been calling for an increase to JobSeeker, but with the budget in such a tight situation and this you know, fear around inflation, is it going to happen? <laughs> not, not sure if it's going to happen. That, that's up to the government in the budget. There is now uh, an economic inclusion advisory committee that's been set up. The interim committee has been meeting and two weeks before the budget, we will see what they are recommending to the government in terms of the rate of, of job seeking or other, other payments and then any innovation in that, that space. The government wants to bank any savings uh, that they see, largely, although not all of it. Treasurer Jim Chalmers argues putting more money into the economy will make inflation worse. He's right, isn't he? Well, tell that to people who are deciding between medicines and food who don't have enough money to, to catch public transport. Like you know, These are the, the tough decisions governments have to make and we have to be looking after people in our communities. For a country as wealthy as Australians, to have one in six children now growing up in poverty, uh, you know, we, we always talk about the costs. Let's think about the costs of that to mm. society over the long term. It's, it's not good enough and we, we can support people who need support to get back on their feet. And we saw during COVID where JobSeeker was doubled, you saw people getting their, their, their lives together, actually getting off JobSeeker and, and, and being employed. Uh, there wasn't this flood of people getting onto JobSeeker, as has been suggested by some politicians. This is about looking after people in our communities who, who desperately need the support. Last week, the RBA raised interest rates and flagged more to come. There's some concern it could go too far and tip the economy into a recession. Do you think that that's, that's something that you're worried about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously a delicate balance. What I do know is that there are a lot of households out there doing it tough at the moment. You talk to frontline services uh, who in the past, you know, I think dealt more with, with people on, on job seeker and other payments and now they are you know, helping families, uh, people with full-time jobs struggling to either pay the rent or, or, or pay the mortgage. So this is something we're going to have to grapple with and, and, you know, it seems to me like a huge driver of this uh, cost of living squeeze is, is just the, the cost of living in a house in Australia which I think we have to have the bigger conversations around housing. What is, what is housing for? Is this an investment vehicle that results in the kind of prices that we're seeing? Or is this a human right that everyone should be able to afford to live in their communities? So that seems like, to me, you know, the foundation of a thriving community and, and a thriving society. Let's turn to another issue. The government's just announced 19,000 refugees on temporary visas will be granted a permanent pathway to residency. Do you welcome that? I do. This is the, the right thing to do, something I've taken up with uh, the Minister a number of times. These are people living in our communities, contributing in our communities, but have been in limbo for a long time now. This gives them some certainty. Uh, they can now sort of have the, have the certainty that Australia is home and continue to, to contribute. There's another issue I want to talk to you about before I let you go, Senator. The government's safeguard mechanism laws will be debated this week. You haven't yet announced your position yet. What are your, what are your views or reservations? 
Oh, this is a massive, complicated beast, the safeguard mechanism. Uh, I've been having some really constructive discussions with the government. I'll continue to do that in, in good faith, uh, but I've also been speaking to you know, industry, climate groups, other interested parties. I'm running a roundtable uh, next week, and then the, the Senate inquiry process uh, takes place after that. So I'll keep engaging and, and form a position. I do have a number of uh, concerns, uh, but I'm, I'm really wanting to, to engage and find solutions to them. Is there something you can tell us about? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I think the, the, biggest, the biggest concern is that the government is opening the door to our biggest emitters paying to per- pollute rather than becoming more efficient and decarbonising. As it stands, the only other jurisdiction in the world that allows full open access to offset emissions is Kazakhstan. So... If it were to pass as it stands, it would be Australia and Kazakhstan that allow 100% of emissions to be offset using carbon credits. We know that there are concerns around the integrity of some of the carbon methodologies. So for me, integrity has to be at the heart of this uh, policy. We have to be certain that this will drive the sorts of changes that we desperately need. Senator, thank you for your time. Thanks, Patricia. Independent Senator David Pocock there, and you're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.